2: Hey guys i'm jerry i'm sierra we're ladies and we tangent
1: hey guys editing jerry here just wanted to pop on and give a content warning around the 36 minute mark domestic violence is the center of a part of our conversation so anyone who may negatively be affected by this sensitive subject please feel free to skip ahead during that part or skip this episode entirely We always want you to prioritize uh, your mental health, and we respect your boundaries completely. So um, we appreciate you. We love you. We'll catch you later. Okay.
2: Your hair looks very nice. Thanks. You're really making me want to do things with it, like a bangs situation. my hair? Yeah, but I can't. I want to bang your hair. I want to bangs your hair. (laughs) (laughs) And then bangs my hair.
1: What's up, everyone? Hello. How are you doing? How are you? i'm concussed
2: <laughs> i know i heard um tell the tell the people what happened to people? you my two-year-old beat me up today no i'm kidding okay two-year-olds so, are friggin' vicious
1: oh my gosh it is hard it is
2: uh, so violent
1: they are and, and they, they, like, they don't, don't mean know. to i
2: know and that makes it harder and you're like
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> there have been so many times i told you that's how i broke my phone
2: there were so many times when Noah would like headbutt back and smack me in the mouth that I'd be like, oh, yes, I'd <laughs> have to be like, that's a baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's my first instinct. It's like you hurt me. I have to hurt you back.
1: Yes. I'll show you what hurting is. <laughs> yeah.
2: How horrible.
1: Um, But I was feeding Forrest and we have this jelly jumper thing. We used to put it in the door, mm-hmm. but we don't have that many door frames. We have like an open concept kitchen, living room, dining we do. room. Yeah. And so we just prop up this like aluminum stand for his jumper mm-hmm. and it folds up. So we just put it against the wall because we have very little walking space right. where it's out. <laughs> so I'm feeding Forrest at the table. The Jolly Jumper is folded up behind my head, but there is a binky clip to it, which Ollie rides his bike over to mm-hmm. and decides I'd like that binky right now. And so he pulls it. <gasps> and by the time I hear, look out, look out, look out. It's smashing into my head.
2: Who's saying that, Shane?
1: No, Rachel was here.
2: Oh, okay, cool. Rachel and I
1: are both double-vaxxed. Oh, yes. We embraced and cried.
2: Amazing. Um, I'm going to be there so soon. I know. Like a week. Um I wanted to say this.
1: First of all, Ollie felt terrible. Uh, well, I, I was like going to
2: looked... say, the thing that's horrible, too, is once they get to a certain age, like a little bit over two, then they'll be like, oh, boo-boo, boo-boo, mm-hmm. and then they'll want to kiss it, and I'm like... Oh.
1: <laughs> All I always just goes,
2: mommy kyan
1: mommy kyan oh. and i'm like mommy is crying tears of rage right now <laughs> but i just looked and at shane and i go i'm gonna need you to take over and so i just walked right to our bedroom and i got in the fetal position and just put as much pressure on my head oh, yeah. as i possibly could with my hands um and that seemed to help but my vision is still not great oh god um but i don't that's the other thing i was going to say is like I got my second dose of the vaccine yesterday Mm -hmm. and I realized when I, when I talked about my first dose, I made a joke of it. And like, I I stand by my joke, but I did want to also include, because I do know that there's a lot of fear around the vaccine Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like anxiety about getting either the first dose or the entirety of the dosages. Um, And I just wanted to say, like, from a for real perspective, like, if anyone is either thinking about getting it or has gotten their first one and is scared of their second, my first shot, I my arm hurt a lot. Like, my arm hurt a lot
2: i heard if as soon as you get it um do some like windmill arm exercises
1: yeah well yeah when you told me that you like slept for a long time i'm like oh your arm is gonna <laughs> Dude, you I didn't, didn't so
2: bad. you didn't move that sucker so I it's gonna be like, bad ah, i woke up and it felt like yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah. terrible
1: um but my arm hurt and i was tired and the next day i was tired um you i felt like a little achy yeah but like I didn't get sick. I never had any fevers, never had any chills.
2: And like we've both like we've had so many of you say to us mm-hmm. and we both kind of know. We are pretty positive that we had COVID. Yeah, there
1: was no way to test when we had it cuz we had it in January before we knew.
2: Yeah. But uh if I could take what I felt from the vaccine over that any day of the week. Oh yeah. Any day of the week. Oh yeah. Um, I also want to give people anybody who's worried about trying to conceive or being—I pre- got it while I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Everything is going great. I still. have a lot of
1: friends who got it while they were pregnant.
2: I—I I, Corey is a nurse, so he has a lot of nurse friends who got it and then became pregnant. Yeah. So there's, I there's no—I yeah. don't believe there's anything that's saying that it's causing infertility except for the sites that are not reputable yeah, sites. Yeah, or you know?
1: sites that are already against vaccines mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I wanted to say I got my second one yesterday. Less pain in my arm. Amazing. I, I felt it go in the first time. It was the most bizarre experience so ever. I felt like oh, the fluid, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this time, I didn't even notice it. And my arm wasn't sore until this morning. And it just feels like a little bit sore. Right. Um, I
2: got my flu vaccine this year, too. And that was like. The flu
1: shot hurt my arm. Yeah. yeah.
2: That hurt my arm almost as bad as the other one. I was really like, getting all kinds <laughs> of vaccinated. If anyone's
1: weirded out by um vaccinations and needles and stuff, sorry about this talk. Yeah. Because my husband, I Shane does not like this talk at all. So again, apologies. Skip this. Yeah. <laughs> too late now actually because by the time you heard me say skip you've already listened but i did want to say i again felt tired but i had no symptoms a lot of people were saying like oh if you didn't get any of the first one the second one's going to be way worse no the second one was actually easier for oh, me
2: amazing good mm-hmm. i'm kind of hoping that because i did get some the first yeah but not t- again i wouldn't take that over when we thought we had covid any day of the yeah. week but i think that's also just because i have a lower immune system from being pregnant yeah. anyways still wasn't bad yeah. at all i
1: had I had a lot of fear going around it because of everything that I had seen online. And so that's why I wanted to say something in case there is someone who is um, scheduled for their second one soon or hesitant to go for it Me. in general. <laughs> yeah. And just say that like, I didn't have a negative experience. I'm not saying you won't have a negative experience. Yeah. I'm just, I just want to provide another voice that, you know, you can, if you've only heard negative, at least here's a positive
2: one. Absolutely. So good. That's important. Yeah. Um, anything else besides being concussed?
1: I don't know. If I had anything, I've forgotten because I'm concussed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I concussed myself the one day. I told you about that. It was so ridiculous. I was like, forcefully trying to lay down because I was mad that my dogs... I really wanted to take a nap. Again, pregnant. I'm so tired all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think this was after I got the vaccine, so I was extra tired, and I just wanted to take a nap on the couch. I couldn't even be bothered to go up to my bed. Well, now you know how Corey feels. (laughs) Yes. Well, I prefer him. (laughs) Nowadays, I'm like, hey, you want to sleep on the couch tonight? (laughs) Hey, can you stay away from me? Don't feel bad if you fall asleep down there, because now I'm like don't touch me at all while i'm Mm -hmm. sleeping (laughs) and i need a lot of room um but anyways uh my dogs wouldn't stop barking so then i had to open the door and see if there was anybody there and show them there's nobody there yeah and then i was mad that i had to get up and do that and so when i went i was like being angry at nobody but trying to be like oh i'll show you i'll show
1: these dogs yeah
2: and anyways i flopped my head back and (laughs) bring <laughs> the shit out of it there's like a part of this part of the couch yeah. that is completely wood and like yeah. a little bit of metal yeah and that's where i smacked my head down anyways you got a real good nap
1: after that i
2: did and Corey was like tell me you didn't go to sleep i was like i went right to sleep <laughs> immediately I, after yeah. and it hurt for days but i don't
1: remember doing it actually
2: yeah <laughs> But I was fine. Yeah. I had a little bit of a headache for like five days afterwards, oh, but no big deal. No big deal at all. Yeah. Speaking of baby things, I wanted to say, um, first of all, I can't get on our ladies and frangents page anymore without crying. Yeah, <laughs> it literally makes me everybody so. My mom called me. We talked for like an hour last uh-huh. night, and Corey and Noah were both sleeping, so I was like, hey, I'm trying to. Show up. <laughs> But um, she is on that page, and so she'll always call me and be like, can you believe it? Oh, look how nice it is. And, like, just point out little things. She's like, I'm just so excited that all these people are excited for you and, like, happy. And that one post that was like, we're the internet aunties. Yeah. (laughs) And uncles. Yes. (laughs) And so. You cuties. You guys are amazing. First of all, and if you're not on that, page that's like the greatest little community yeah. that's why I wanted to segue into because me and my mom then got into an hour-long conversation of there's just I was getting to a point in this town where um serving didn't help at all but in all, just being in this town <laughs> but um I was getting to a point where I was just really like giving up on humanity and people and mm-hmm. i was kind of just like nobody gives a shit about yeah. anything but themselves and their money anymore because that's what it feels like yeah that the world is just like fend for yourself fend for your money verbally abuse people who get your steak temper off <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the norm or yeah. whatever and so we were my mom was just like i we don't get out a lot and so when we get to see all these people from all these different places, she's like, the world isn't all bad. Like there's yeah. so much good still. There are people that don't even know me. that want to spoil a baby that they don't even, yeah. you know what I mean? That's just like, ugh, it warms my heart. So thank you guys. I want to shout out everybody who has congratulated me or cried for me and with me. And it's just been really beautiful. So that, yeah. I'm so
1: excited. I know.
2: I'm so thrilled. This is like
1: the best experience because like, your first experience Stop. with pregnancy. <laughs> it it
2: was like shameful. It was shameful. It was I felt I could not be excited about it because I was supposed to be embarrassed. Yeah, I was supposed to be shame, shame, shame. You know, shame,
1: shame. I know your name
2: <laughs> exactly. <And> it's pregnant, <laughs> and it's in its teen, almost teen pregnancy. <laughs> Technically, not. Uh, well, I got pregnant at on at nineteen. I just yeah. found out when I was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> True. So I mean, I really was on the cusp. Yeah. But yeah, dropping out of college and all that. Everybody was just like. That's great for you. Kind of just like mm-hmm. saying nice things, coming to my baby shower and like being fake nice. Mm-hmm. They were just like, but we're even so then, you happy. couldn't feel
1: like you could be excited about it because people were telling you, you know, like you did it the wrong way or at the wrong time.
2: Or God forbid that I say the things that I say now, which is like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. And now people are reaching out to me and are like, thank you. It, pregnancy does suck, and I yes. feel like I can't say that when I said it when I was twenty if I would be like, oh, my back hurts, I would have four to five people commenting on my things that were like family or like just mm-hmm. people in the town that were like, pregnancy is a blessing. You should be so lucky. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I fucking get it. <laughs> I get it. It's yeah. beautiful. I have hemorrhoids. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> This is hard. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to say it's hard. That doesn't mean I'm going to be a bad mom. But I thought that I was. Yeah. Because they were making me feel like, Wow. She thinks it's hard already. Well, good luck when you don't get to sleep. That, oh, that's
1: (sighs) something that bothers me a lot is like when you're pregnant and you're so exhausted and then someone who has a newborn or or who who has children is like, oh, you think you're tired now. Just wait. You're never going to sleep again. I can be tired now and I can
2: then also be tired tired then like why can't these are gonna suck (laughs) why can't i be tired always yeah i'm tired i was tired when my kid was sleeping 12 hours a night but that's just who i am i'm a tired bitch (laughs) why would you make me feel guilty about being tired by the way speaking of being a tired bitch i was i had a dream last night that Mm. i wrote a book (laughs) and it was called girl stay in bed (laughs) (laughs) And now I really want to write that <laughs> Do book. Do it. And it was all about... Um, It'd be very short. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was all about giving yourself a break and just yeah. treating your mental illnesses like actual illnesses, like yeah. I've talked about so many times. like like soup. A cr- yeah. Girls stay in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, Rachel let's get mad probably. <laughs> probably. Well. Is she going to sue me? She, she's going to want royalties. <laughs> probably. For she's um, What's that called? Well, instead of girl, because we're all Women. I'll say, ladies, stay in bed. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, because we have we royalties on that. People, stay in bed. Yeah, it's not just women. Yeah, men are tired too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have so much going on. <laughs>
1: so there's a lot they gotta dodge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough world out there. It really is. Um, I had a thought, but I forgot it because I'm con- concussed. concussed. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, do we want to talk about the updated circle stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And how we were so effing wrong. So wrong. Like, I listened to our bonus episode, and I was like, oh, by the way, if you guys don't know what we're talking about bonus episode-wise, we have, um, through Red Circle, you can find it linked in our bio, in our link tree, um, there is exclusive content. There's two episodes up. We're trying to do two bonus episodes a month on there. Um but the last one we talked about was the circle. And I
2: I was like, I want Kat to win. And like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, bitch didn't last another episode. She immediately made me mad, too. I was like, because I'm really, I have a spot for Chloe right now. Yeah. But I didn't know that I was going to have her. But it was very much like in the first circle where Joey was such a douche. And I was like, ugh, all he cares about is like just bro yeah. douchey stuff. And then towards the end, he was like the underdog that I yeah. wanted to win. And that's how I feel See, about it. See,
1: River started slipping for me.
2: Yeah, same. And Courtney
1: got had a redemption arc. I like, re- Courtney's back up there for yeah, me, too. It, you, know what, you know what it was? What? It was what they wanted to use the money for. Uh,
2: same. That was exactly, mm-hmm. Courtney and Chloe, both when they said, what. Uh, first of all, again, I can't watch anything without crying. Yeah. <laughs> so when they were talking about what they wanted to use the money for, Mitchells, I was like, and then Chloe said hers and I was like you know what Mitchell's wasn't bad
1: it's just that it came out of Mitchell's face yeah (laughs) I don't know what it is about him speaking that I'm like "Ah, I don't want
2: to hear it but Corey switched his completely and he was team Trevor oh Corey Corey Corey. okay team Trevor and Mitchell he was team Courtney and River Mm -hmm. and then he switched to Trevor and Mitchell I like Trevor
1: you like I still like Trevor Delisa oh
2: I have to tell you guys uh, spoilers yeah Uh, I forgot to say that we're going to do a lot of spoilers is that her name Delisa? Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I can never remember what her, I, I want to call her Trevor. Well, the time. I
1: wanted, I knew it was like something like Delisa, but because Lisa's name is Lisa, I was like, is it Lisa Delisa? Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. Am I making that up? She's get She's got a soft spot for me as well now yeah. because, again, I'm like, oh, they want to, you know, get a house for their daughter. But then again, I just, oh my God, when me and Corey were watching it and, um, they got to the point where she, Chloe was, like, really putting her heart out oh, there. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no!
1: I hate you! How much did you cry when they got the videos from home? Oh, my God, so hard. Oh, the worst. The the worst. Can I tell you, this is nothing to do with the circle, but I started hysterically crying as soon as I got my second vaccine. oh Hysterically crying.
2: I cried a little <laughs> when I got my first one, just because I was like, oh, my God, the world might be, like, normal. Yes, it was
1: like it hit me that we have been in the middle of a global trauma for yes. a year over yeah. a year. And it's so funny that some of you guys have messaged us and they're like, I feel like a psychic <laughs> because listening to your old message your old old messages. <laughs> listening to your old episodes, you're like, oh, we're supposed to open up by May or August. No. Meanwhile, <laughs> we're about to enter May the following year. I know. Do you remember when we opened up last year in May? It was like May 15th or something and i was like i think that's a little soon
2: well i think it's too soon for us to be opening up they called me to get my job back Mm -hmm. and i was having i told Corey, i'm like i'm having a severe panic attack right now like thinking about going back to work i have an autoimmune disorder like Mm -hmm. i am just not comfortable bringing that to because i had noah going back and forth from me and dave's house so i'm like i have so many people you that i would see and then noah having to go back and forth our
1: circles kept getting bigger yes yeah. and so
2: i was like i am in charge i felt responsible for all of your safety yeah so i was like i'm not going i'm not i'm not going right. i'm not going back to work right and that's why
1: i've shot weddings before and uh, as thoughtful as it is for um people to be like oh you it's okay you don't have to wear a mask here i'm like no i'm not trying to be here be around your guests yeah. and then go to the next wedding and kill the grandma there. right like i don't want to i don't want anyone tracing it back to oh the photographer was the super spreader <laughs> exactly like that would be horrific
2: because i just kept thinking of all those times that i would be afraid to get an std because yeah. then i was like how many people am i gonna have to call <laughs> that's gonna be a nightmare that's what did safe sex for me when oh. i was like how many people i can have to trace this back and have to call them did you ever keep a list uh of people yeah yeah and then i realized fuck that shit you don't owe that to anybody that what, your, your num- list your number your list oh that was such a thing so that- it's big it was big. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> no, but I'm just, yeah. I, there was like a point where I was like counting, and then I'm like, why am I doing this? Your yeah. body, your number, all of that is yeah. things that are supposed to make you feel bad for being yeah. a sexual person. I'm an adult. Go fuck yourself. Get fucked forever. Yeah. I can do whatever I want to yeah. do. Yeah. And um, I saw so that more. I mean, I love my boyfriend. Fiance. <laughs> <Beyonce>. Fiance. <laughs> so hey. I only have sex with one person. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. Now. But if I wanted to, if we broke up. <laughs> i'm
1: an adult i saw a tiktok that was saying that virginity is like a social construct i told you that how and long I was ago like, did i tell you that i, I don't remember I but i said
2: it on the podcast
1: did you yeah we say a lot of things are social constructs so to be fair
2: <laughs> that's true well i said it was something that the patriarchy made up to yes. make us feel bad yes f- because you we never talk about men be, being virgins
1: hardly ever and, and if we I do mean, they do but like it's not like um there's not a purity thing. There's not. You're a different
2: person after you lose your virginity. Whereas right. for women, it's put on us like.
1: Well, I think it is. But they're more like you became a man. Yes. Which is fucked up. Yes. Where you if if I were um, younger and I lost my virginity before whatever timeline was allowed by. <laughs> the world like,
2: said we could. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was I am a whoer. Yeah. Oh, now <laughs> or, you're. Now you're... Unpure.
2: Yeah. Now you're... Um. Lo- First of all, loose? the loose. <laughs> hey. That's not how
1: fucking vaginas work. Also, time out. Loose and loose are two, two different, different words. words. Lose one-oh. Loose, 2, two So, I don't know. Who needs to hear it? S- just check it, okay? Spell check doesn't catch it, and it makes me very, very angry. I also
2: don't know who needs to hear this. But if you have sex with one person five hundred times, and if you have sex with five hundred different people, nothing different happens to your <laughs> vagina. So I mean, stop. You're being you gotta be safe. Well, yeah, no, yes. I'm just saying that Safely. nothing, yep. nothing size-wise will happen. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. we push full-on humans out of here, and it goes back to normal. Really does. So if you think your fucking ween is gonna make <laughs> that much of a difference, you're lying to yourself, honey. <laughs> Someone lied to you. Someone. <laughs> yeah, your peener is not that <laughs> special. <laughs> Not at all. Also, say penis
1: and vagina. Yeah. And breasts.
2: Yeah. But I'm not going to. <laughs> Me but
1: neither. You we say pee-pee, vajangle, and titters. <laughs> so. But let's normalize. <laughs> so that we can feel better about it. Ours is a, ch- we. Lo- it's pet names. Yeah. Okay, It's not because I'm afraid to say penis, vagina, and breasts. Yeah. It's just because I prefer titters. <laughs>
2: Verjangle and pee-pee. <laughs> Pain-er-wiener. I uh, that new girl episode where she
1: can't
2: you pee-pee. You
1: If the framing is just a little bit off for those of you watching on YouTube, it's because I just kicked the camera trying to reset it. So just
2: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> leave me alone. I'm concussed. We're doing our fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... So today we're gonna to talk about something that I've wanted to talk about since pretty much the beginning of last year.
1: Can I tell you a story? Oh please. first? Yeah, yeah. I just remembered one.
2: No, go ahead.
1: Um I went on my walk today. Okay. Sometimes I walk two, three, four times she, a day. She walks a lot. Um I have to get out of my house. Yeah. And if it's gonna like be rainy, that I'll walk a lot, you know, try and stock Really up. get it all in. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, today I went this morning, even though it was a little chilly, because I knew it was going to rain the rest of the day, and as I'm walking by the restaurant I ate at before I shipped myself at Homecoming, <laughs> I... Is that one over
2: there that way?
1: Yeah. Okay. By the old car dealership. Uh-huh. So, anyway... I didn't know
2: that was the restaurant. <laughs> I'm sure you've said it. I just yeah. forgot.
1: Oh, yes. You didn't know that was the restaurant. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Anyway... So I'm walking by it, and I hear, hey, and I turn, and there's two ladies outside, and they're drawing with chalk, I believe, on the ground.
2: (laughs) Older women?
1: Like 40s, 50s. Awesome. And if you're younger and you're listening to this, I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, they're like, hey, we see you walking by all the time. And I'm like, oh, yeah? And they're like, yeah, you go like two, three, four times a day sometimes, and I'm like, Uh uh-huh i need to get out of the house they're like yeah we're up here in the offices watching you we always say there's our girl (laughs) (laughs) so wave at us next time your kids do so great in that stroller and i'm like well you go two three four times a day they really get used to it (laughs) um anyway (laughs) i thought it was strange at first and then i was telling my friend and she was like well think about it they know your route if you go missing they could help solve your murder (gasps) That's fantastic. I know. But then I thought, does that mean someone else is watching to play on my murder?
2: <laughs> well. Now that they know that that's also my route. Um, that's scary. I know. But also, I don't think it's that different because there's a dog that is my, uh, not my dog. It's a neighborhood dog. It walks
1: it, itself four times a day.
2: <laughs> no, it has someone walking it. Uh-huh. Always different people. I never say what? hi to them. Yeah. Well, they like, it's a big house. Oh, so okay.
1: Just, like,
2: not every day, but there's just yeah. normally. It's not the same person. I just
1: imagine, like, you know, instead of one person going and walking a bunch of dogs, it's just a dog that voluntarily walks with a (laughs) bunch of different people.
2: Well, the dog's name is Willow. And I know everything about her. Willow and another golden retriever. They're both golden retrievers. Uh Willow has a boyfriend. Got it. And so they'll see each other sometimes. And then they run over to each other. And I'm always like, "Well, uh," So I, like, feel like I know these people. But if I said that to them, they have no idea I'm watching them. And then I know all of this. Yeah. I just eavesdrop on their conversations. with the other family with well, the golden i can tell driver. you
1: if you did tell them they would think it's weird i'm not
2: gonna i'll never fucking tell yeah don't because it would be i am weird yeah i just enjoy willow yeah <laughs> she's a cool
1: dog you just speak directly to willow and I'm ignore like, no, the no, person i don't wa-.
2: know you but willow and i have a connection I feel like I know her. Yeah. And I don't know what her boyfriend's name is because I just hear them always say, Willow, that's your boyfriend. Aww. And she runs over and her little butt is moving. He has is... a girlfriend. <gasps> I her knew name that. is
1: Roxy. You can't say her name around him because he freaks out. <laughs> he hasn't seen her in a very long time. She lives in Cleveland now. But very sad. anyway, topic this week.
2: So, the topic this week, we kind of touched on a little bit of things uh, for it. But it's something that I've wanted to talk about since the pandemic started because, uh-huh. well, I'll tell you some things about what it is, and then I'll let you draw your, <laughs> <laughs> your <laughs> own conclusions <laughs> of why why it's such a big deal. Yeah, um, but how it
1: correlates. Yeah,
2: so we're going to talk about cognitive dissonance, which I also just learned about in psychology class. So Remember, a little, bit we're going to
1: school with Cece.
2: I'm in college. <laughs> And it's finals week, and I am freaking. You're out.
1: really just getting a do-over from ten years ago.
2: I really. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the pregnancy. This the time the guy's gonna
1: stay, and you're gonna finish school. You know, he better,
2: and I better. Yeah, I just said that. I was like, this is like so much of what happened ten years ago, except you know, I hope it doesn't end the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it will. This one seems, you know, I'm committed. <laughs> Like so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in a romantic way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is important in a relationship. I do too. <laughs> in a long term. One could
1: say pivotal. I think. Yeah.
2: So here's the deal. This is what cognitive dissonance is. It refers to a situation involving conflicting attitudes, beliefs, or behavior. And this produces a feeling of mental discomfort leading to an alteration in one of the attitudes, beliefs, or behaviors to reduce the discomfort in your brain and restore balance.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that was scientific.
2: Okay. I will give you an example yeah. that we can all understand. For example, a behavior, people smoking. Yep. The cognition. They know that smoking causes cancer. So they are in a state of cognitive dissonance. When they smoke, they change what either they'll, in their mind, they'll say, Well, I only do it um, on the weekends, or yeah. I only do it when I drink. Right. My boyfriend is a freaking nurse and he smokes when he drinks. Yeah. And I'm like, You know what this does to people, right? right? But in his mind, Oh, I only do it. Occasionally. Or they're like, Oh, the
1: statistic isn't like 100%.
2: Or, um, like, we're all going to die someday. We're yeah. going to die someday. I mean, my sister said it today. She was like, so like me and tanning. I'm like, yes. 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 Honestly. It's you. You. In your mind, you know the risks and validate that it's worth it. In some way. Another big one that I think you and I could really relate to because we're not really smokers. Yeah. Is eating meat. Mm. Eating meat when i watch those videos of what happens mm-hmm. it makes me immediately want to be a vegetarian but i fucking love me
1: <laughs> yeah
2: so in my mind i don't even like, i will do cry
1: directly into <laughs> a, a burger yeah
2: so in my mind i just i just pretend that they're all on a loving farm that they've lived a yeah. really good life
1: they donated their life to, yes. yeah not science they were already
2: sick restaurants <laughs>
1: I'm not sick. I don't
2: want a sick one. Well, no.
1: but you I know, want a sick one. They were already one.
2: old. They had lived a good life. No,
1: I want a fresh one.
2: And, <laughs> and so...
1: But not a baby. No,
2: I won't eat veal. I'm not no. a monster. No, I will eat like, duck. Yeah. <laughs> not ducklings. Duck a little orange? Oh my gosh, so I'm fancy. never had it. Yeah.
1: No? No. I had it on a cruise ship once.
2: Oh, you fancy bitch. I've never been on a cruise ship.
1: I was on a cruise ship with... um. Other people. <laughs> and um, I was like 75% sure that the Jonas Brothers were on there. But I think they were just three brothers with dark hair. <laughs> so so same thing. <laughs> yeah. So it was who Jonas? could tell?
2: Yeah. Jonas Brothers. Was that you on the cruise ship with me? <laughs> I know they watch. Yeah. At least Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So, okay. Um, there is a person who really came up with this. Leon Festinger. Mm-hmm. Um, and his theory suggests that we all have an inner drive to hold all of our attitudes and our behavior in harmony, and we avoid disharmony or dissonance. Yeah. So this is known as the principle of cognitive consistency. But when there's an inconsistency between attitudes or behaviors, again, a dissonance, Mm -hmm. something must change to eliminate that dissonance. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, (laughs) The biggest thing that I could think about is the people who knew what was going on with the pandemic, had all of the correct information, and then chose to rewrite what was happening Yeah, <laughs> because it, it made them uncomfortable. It's scary. Here's yes. the thing. Whether you said it or not, you your mind can trick yourself into believing that you're not scared at all, that it's because you really truly believe that it – there are so many people still – After Mm -hmm. a year of this, after we all know somebody who knows somebody or like I have a family member who passed away from it. We all know people who have had it. There's still people that believe it's a hoax. Yeah, There's still people that believe there was a political agenda behind it. Like that to me. Do you think that. It's easier for
1: people to believe that there's a political agenda. Sorry that I keep touching your feet. A political agenda or a hoax because it is easier to process that than it is to process the global trauma.
2: Well, I think that and I think it's easier for people to believe that because that way we can solve it. Yeah. We can fix it. And there's no way to solve a bacteria you know what i mean a viral infection or a bacteria like that is scary something that we can't see that is fucking terrifying and i think that's something
1: that i want to point out because i think when it is presented in a way that's like us versus them or like people who don't think it's a hoax and are like confronting it versus people who um believe it's a hoax it can sound like one is villainized yeah when i really do believe that people who have that train of thought came to that conclusion because it it's easier for them to process i agree and And i don't think again i don't think
2: they're meaning to i think it literally is like a um like a protection that their brain is doing like this is so fucking scary right
1: that I don't want to think that people came to that conclusion and decided not to wear masks or to hold large parties. Because they
2: really didn't give a fuck? Yes. that's what I don't yes. want to believe that either. I mm. truly don't. Right. I think for them, it's just easier to process if they say things like, oh, I'm going to die sometime or, well, you know. It's a political thing. It's a hoax. It's not that bad. The government is paying the hospitals <laughs> to fucking make up yeah. that it, people have it. Like all oh, whatever people were saying, and some yeah. people are still clinging to that because we are. Tr- th- we didn't it's know it's traumatizing,
1: and we don't know what the, when the
2: end is. That's we tr-
1: tr- feel like we're getting close to the end of the tunnel, it's, but we don't it's really know.
2: It is uncomfortable. Right. Our, the entire world was in a state of un- like uncomfortability. Right. We were and there was like you said no end game in sight Mm -hmm. and especially for people who are don't really believe in vaccines or are like anti when that's the only solution that people can think of and you have a a stance against that Mm -hmm. um that's scary yeah (laughs) you know that's not a good there's no good way to feel about that so your brain is going to make up Right. Or try to
1: rationalize it in a way that makes you feel safe. Yeah. That and keeps does you it doesn't make you feel like
2: the bad guy right. or a selfish person. And the hard
1: thing about uh, the pandemic and the global, again, the global trauma that mm-hmm. we're experiencing is I was just telling Shane earlier, like there is no one I can turn to who <laughs> has been through this previously. And can like, say that
2: it'll it'll be okay. Yes.
1: Everyone is going through this together Real at the time. same time. And like, For me, Ollie, when Rachel was here earlier, that we haven't had people here like you've come over, but like you've been consistently here. So like I've been
2: like I said, my bubble consisted of like you and Dave and Aaron, which is like Noah's family. And that was it. I didn't go anywhere. Right. But
1: seeing like people outside of our bubble Mm -hmm. now that people are getting vaccinated and we are we are feeling safer Um, when she was here. Ollie was off the charts. Yep. Like super energy. And it was because he was overstimulated. <laughs> yeah. He's like, people. Yes. He doesn't know how to act. And like, I feel like it's, I don't know who to turn to because I see my child who needs my attention because it's just been us for the last year. And if I want to have a conversation with someone else, it, he can't he doesn't know how to deal with it yeah because he's never seen me have a conversation with, <laughs> with someone anyone, else that's not
2: me or chain <laughs> yeah, well yeah and even
1: when you're here half the time he's asleep yeah so it was just like i don't know what to do and i can't even turn to someone else and be like how long does this last yeah. they're like i don't fucking know <laughs> never been through never a pandemic before this. yeah yeah never had to isolate myself from people before yep so i feel so very helpless and so very alone mm-hmm. and Whenever you don't know when the end is, if if the end in your mind is like, oh,
2: if everyone would just realize that this isn't real, we can move on. Then we can. Yeah, because pretending something isn't real is the easiest. Again, I pretend that animals are not getting horrendously slaughtered. Yeah, because it makes me feel like a terrible person when I eat their flesh.
1: Right. I am obsessed with Clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing newly with our audience because newly the brands that they offer but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility plus the option to buy what you love it's fun That's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents twenty and sign up to get twenty dollars off your first month.
2: That's n u u l y dot com. Newly with two u's with code tangents twenty. Newly subscription clothing rental.
1: Change your clothes. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
0: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool to the touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets or kids. Shop the all new Temper Adapt collection at Ashley in store or online at Ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.
1: What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care?
2: Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh,
1: what's, <laughs> what's going <laughs> on?
2: Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a
1: one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly
2: inside your body. It's not a cup and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One flex disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes,
1: my white sheets (laughs) love that for me. Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So, they are planet-friendly.
2: And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes
1: like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it.
2: Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons. I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is
1: grateful for that. (laughs)
2: Yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for
1: years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off flex disc starter kits.
2: Or 10% off your first flex cup. Plus you get free US shipping. That's code tangents at flex, F L E X slash tangents. That's so bad. I really might become a vegetarian after this. No, I'm not going to. Well, that was the one thing I had aversions to. So I actually stopped eating meat like yep. a lot. So I don't know. Maybe I could. No. No. I
1: had an aversion to pizza and I've eaten it three times this week. So
2: <laughs> It's really good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, I just, I can kind of almost relate, but we needed, we just, that was a time when we really needed people yeah. to like... It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to say you're scared, though. It's hard to admit that you're feeling a certain way because that vulnerability is a quote-unquote weakness. Right. And so then, you know, you can't be weak.
1: And the hard part for me, uh, I, I don't even know if I can give a full definition of this because I am just kind of learning with you right now, so I <laughs> haven't had time to, like, sit with my thoughts. But I feel like... Um, Confronting this is hard because you have to be ready. Yeah. to have a completely different life.
2: Yes, you have to Which be we'll ready. Talk about that at the very end, but there's like three ways that you can fix having it, and, and they all involve uh, some discomfort, right? In and some if way. you
1: are so used to your reality and you feel safe within your reality, even if you're not happy in it, you can feel safe but also not happy. Yeah, um, because it's comfortable, it's familiar it's controllable.
2: Well, I used to tell I used to tell myself in my brain mm-hmm. that I was not being abused because I wasn't getting directly punched in the face. Right. I had a black eye. I yeah. had a broken nose. I had, you know, marks on my collar where I was being choked. Yeah. But I Sorry, I can't hear you. Oh there. no, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> sorry. No, that's okay. But but I thought, because he wasn't close fisting, punching me in the face, I was like, I'm not being abused. He doesn't hit me. Yeah. He throws me into things sometimes. Yeah. And like, that was the way, because I knew I couldn't leave. Right. I couldn't fucking leave. There was no way at that time for me to safely leave. And I know that for some people, it's easy to just look at a abusive, like a... This is another reason I didn't like Rachel Hollis, by the way, because the way that she talks, she says something about leaving and like women shouldn't leave until they're financially stable enough to Uh leave or something, which is completely dismissing domestic violence situations completely. She says that in her second fucking book. And I read that part and I was like, yikes, honey, you are completely like that. You're making people who are already having a hard time deciding whether they should leave or not now they're like well shit I should stay yeah but anyways what I was gonna say was it's easy for people to look at them and think well just leave but if you can't then you don't want people to sit there and tell you 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 don't want to feel stupid you don't want to feel like what an idiot I am for staying so you make up these excuses you make up these Scenarios right. in your mind, you make up these well to justify it it could be bad, but he's not bad all the time, right. he does really, really nice things for me and right. my family, and I think that can be hard for people
1: um who are contemplating therapy or who are in therapy uh because you can think about your life and compare it to other people, and you can be like, Oh well, no one hurt me mm-hmm. uh no one physically put hands on me. Or no one like I. I never had to worry about my lights being turned off. Yeah. Like I had a car, but you, you can dismiss reasons why you could be struggling as an adult. Yeah. You could have a perfectly wonderful, beautiful family, but maybe you had trauma at school. Yeah, that you're you won't allow yourself to address because of it
2: and because you feel guilty that like well my life was perfect at home so why right. do I feel this way why or do you I could have, trauma? have
1: uh, you could have trauma from church yeah and um uh I was just talking to someone about purity culture and oh. how growing up and believing um just being fearful of these things that you're told are for adults or you're told uh, that are only allowed in the sanctity of marriage. But then like when you get married, it's like, how do I walk through that door now when I was told I was supposed to be ashamed of it for so long.
2: So now how do I become welcoming this? You
1: have to rewrite your brain. And like, it is hard to realize that something that you love so dearly or you feel so connected to could also be the source of your trauma yes, or the thing keeping you from growing.
2: Yeah. Uh, that I'm sorry. When you were talking, that reminded me that I had to pick up Noah for his therapy appointment the other day, <laughs> and he was sitting with the secretary for a little bit. I was just like, it was ten minutes before he was supposed to leave or whatever, so he was sitting in her office, and she opened the door and was like, "He's so funny." He was sitting here having a conversation, so I asked him what he said, and he was like, "Well, she asked me what my appointment was. I said I had therapy." She was like, "Oh, what do you go to therapy for?" Which I kind of hate that question, yeah, because it's like, because "What's it's wrong with me? you?" Yeah, yes. This is what my son said. He goes, "Well, she helps me boost my boost my happiness. She helps me with my emotions sometimes, and and she helps me with my problems. You know, everybody has problems. Oh, God bless him. <laughs> I know." And the lady was like, "Oh, yeah." And, he, and then he shrugged and he goes, "Everybody should go to therapy." <laughs> And that was the last thing he said. And I was like, son, I've never told him that. You (laughs) are. It's true. Everybody should go to, I say all the time, it's like skincare that should be a preventative measure. Whether, like, instead of, oh, we need this now because I need something fixed. Right. It's like, why wouldn't you just go?
1: Yeah, do it ahead of time.
2: Prevent it. Yeah. And, And, like, work on it as a child. He is learning secondary emotions and he's learning when he's feeling this feeling that he thinks is anger it might actually be because he's embarrassed it right. might actually be and like oh or my he's god lonely or, can yeah. you imagine as a grown adult man if he can verbalize those things? right <laughs> because we don't have a lot do of that do you know
1: how amazing you're doing as a
2: mother oh so <laughs> do you no but that helps you are that's amazing that's a nine-year-old boy who said that that is to like a 50 something year old woman (laughs) that's amazing she was like shook by it i'm like ah she should be yeah he knows what he's he's about. he's a smart boy he is a smart boy okay so this next part is what we talked about in my psychology class and i really really love this experiment so because i was like i'm going to try to say it by memory because i don't have it written down in front of me so just bear with me okay but this is called forced compliance behavior, and it's when someone is forced to do publicly something that they privately don't want to do. Got it. There's a dissonance that's created between their cognition, which is, I didn't want to do this, and their behavior, I did it. So, um, I don't know. I would say some of the things on January 6th, <laughs> we could see... <laughs> some things happening there Uh i I think they did want to do it but then they felt ashamed about it afterwards and then they're like antifa yeah um there's a experiment that they did at i believe it was stanford and it was a bunch of psychology students so it was called the festinger and carl smith experiment um in 1959 and so what they had these students do they would go in and they would like there's a board with pegs in it and they would have to go in and like slightly turn these pegs and like it was a super tedious boring task that they had to do and they did it for like an hour and then afterwards um they had a control group where they just let them leave then they had a group where they paid them a dollar to tell the next students that were in like the next room that were waiting to do it tell them that it was a super fun experiment and that they were gonna have a good time And then they would pay the next group $20 to do it. Tell the people whatever. So some of the people didn't do it, obviously. Yeah. They were just like, no, that was actually really fucking boring. And then some people did it. So afterwards, and they wrote down who did it, who didn't do it, you know what I'm saying. Afterwards, they had you do like a sheet to fill out to say how you felt about the experiment. And... The results were very interesting because the control group, pretty much all of them said it was boring. Yeah. The people that were $20, most of them said it was boring. Some of them said it was fun. But the people that were only paid $1 rated it as being really fun. And I couldn't figure that out at first. Mm -hmm. But the reason is because being paid only $1 is not a sufficient incentive for lying So like if you were paid twenty bucks, you're like, well, yeah, I did I lied because I was paid twenty bucks. Why wouldn't But like a dollar is not shit. So these people had to create a dissonance in their mind. They had to create like, oh, it must have been fun because I said it was fun and I wouldn't just do that for a dollar. I'm not cheap.
1: Right. Right? Isn't that cool? Yeah.
2: So I thought that experiment was really interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, this says life is filled with decisions. And decisions, as a general rule, will arouse dissonance. So, for example, suppose you had to decide whether to accept a job in a beautiful area of the country or turn down the job so you could be near your friends and your family. Either way, you would experience dissonance because if you take the job, you're going to miss your loved ones. Right. And if you don't, you would pine for those beautiful streams and the mountains, etc. Right. Um, both alternatives have their good points and bad points. The the thing is making a decision cuts off the possibility that you can enjoy the advantages of the unchosen unchoo- alternative, but it assures you that you must accept the disadvantages of the chosen. Right. So they have several – people have several ways to reduce dissonance by making a decision. One thing they can do is change the behavior. Um, that's super difficult, obviously, like quitting right. smoking, things like that. Right. Quit being a vegetarian. Yeah. That's going to be like one of the hardest ones. Wearing a mask that we can relate to, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, accepting that things are real, so a lot of times people will employ a variety of mental maneuvers as to not like do that or to reduce the dissonance, uh-huh. and that's more so of like what we're seeing people do, which is like make excuses basically yeah. in their head. Um, there was something. I in think your- it's really hard
1: too for people who, um. This is going to be really controversial.
2: Oh, go ahead. But oh, I also want to say there's another example of it. But go ahead.
1: It is um, what is going on with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement? That's and exactly police brutality. what I was fucking gonna say. Like I I hate that it's controversial, but it is controversial because the the problem is that there is police brutality, mm-hmm. that it exists, but because people have respect. And love for law enforcement.
2: Or people that they know in it. Right. Love in it. People that are police officers that are doing the job. Right. It creates an uncomfortable... You don't want to admit yes. that there's brutality in that system. Right. Because... Um, Even when we're seeing it, we're fucking all watching it live yeah. on multiple
1: cameras. And that's when people jump to the well... They shouldn't have had this mm-hmm. or they should have done this or look at their record. It's like, no, no, no.
2: Making these excuses. There's no excuse to brutalize people the way that they're being brutalized. Right. At right. all. Right. And. Oh, he deserved that. He deserves someone sitting on his neck for t- almost 10 minutes because he did drugs. Mm hmm. Get and fucked. And if potentially that's what you
1: used a fake $20 bill.
2: Right. But but the thing that they were like, well, he's a drug addict. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Nobody deserves that. Yeah. And
1: and so he should receive death and yeah. not Being treatment? an addict
2: is not the it does it's a not disease. deserve the death penalty. It absolutely is right. a disease. Right. And that's a hard thing for people to accept too because then it it's so easy to paint people as good versus bad.
1: Right. We see it when we talk about sex work as well. Yes. Um, it's anything I feel like this is present in anything that is considered taboo mm-hmm. because it forces people to confront things that makes them feel uncomfortable. Yep. And um, I'm not saying that you can't have your convictions and you can't um, for your life make decisions. But if sex work is honest work, and yeah. if someone chooses to do to have an OnlyFans, yeah, or to be an escort like
2: you think it's like oh well you're selling your body i've said this multiple times when i was a restaurant worker i was literally also selling my body i was putting miles on my body what do you think a surrogate is right
1: someone literally gives their womb to someone else (laughs) yeah from
2: not all of them uh make money but Some people make money being a surrogate. But again, that goes back to like religious things and purity Mm -hmm. and all of those patriarchal like women have to be pure. So the fact that you're it, it, which is so silly, because, again, if it was a man, they wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it's a woman, it's now like, well, I don't like that because it makes me uncomfortable because you're supposed to be pure for me.
1: Right. (laughs) <laughs> for why I owe you anything?
2: Yeah, no. nobody owes you literally anything. Right. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then don't pay for sex work. Right. Like other than that, what is it doing to you? Right. There are. Lo- I don't pay for
1: a lot of things that I'm not into. Yeah. I don't like guns, so <laughs> yeah. I don't spend money on guns. Yep. That like, I don't think I don't understand why. If, if we can regulate something like a firearm, which can severely,
2: uh, fatally harm people. Multiple people at a time.
1: Right. But but we still make them accessible. Why can't we do the same for sex work? For I know. For drugs? Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Oh like my God. We could go into the war on drugs. I could freaking talk about that shit all day. I know. It's
1: just like, and I grew up in the church, and that's why I bring it up, is because, like, I grew up in the church believing like drugs are bad, alcohol is bad, sex is bad, all these things are bad. If you do those things,
2: you are labeled bad. Not that you are labeled somebody who has trauma, not sex work, but I'm talking about drugs and alcohol abuse. If you're an addict, you are labeled bad immediately. You are not labeled like someone who needs help. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Someone with trauma who is coping with it by numbing themselves. Or even if you, um, because recreational. Marijuana is legal
1: yeah. in several states. And if you are someone who participates in that, like someone can label them mm-hmm. uh, lazy or what? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I'm not saying everyone go smoke weed. But like if you, if that's not for you, cool. But don't. Why are you shaming someone else? Because of your beliefs. Right.
2: <laughs> then don't do it. If you don't like it, don't do it. Yeah. It's that simple. Excuse me. So I'm going to tell you how cognitive dissonance can be resolved. So we've already said that you could change your existing beliefs. You could also add new beliefs. Mm -hmm. Or you could reduce the importance of your beliefs. So again, (laughs) it's kind of what I do with meat. (laughs) Or I'm just like, I don't know. I wish I could. I just wish I could care (laughs) more. Because I wish I cared
1: eat. more about the animals than I did about how good they taste. <laughs> I
2: know. And I really do. I love animals so much, but it is hard and I not love to love how eat they them. taste. Yes. Um, change one or more of the attitudes, beliefs to make the relationships between to, between the two elements a consonant one. So when one of the dissonant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you mean a constant one?
2: No, it says consonant. What's a
1: consonant one?
2: I don't know, a dissonant and consonant. Oh,
1: okay, okay, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah.
2: So when one of the dis- I'm like I don't fucking know what they mean, but look, they're like very similar. <laughs> it's just the opposite of that word. <laughs> Obviously. I'm with you. Yes. So when one of the dissonant elements is a behavior, the invid- the individual can change or eliminate the behavior. However, this mode of dissonance reduction frequently presents problems for people, as it is often difficult for people to change well learned behaviors, responses, addictions, giving up smoking. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, new information, for example, thinking smoking causes lung cancer will cause dissonance if a person smokes. However, new information such as research has not proved definitely that smoking <laughs> can cause lung cancer and yeah. may reduce the dissonance. Again, we saw that a lot where people were picking and choosing in 2020 what information they were willing to take in. Yes, based on their dissonance, and that's right. literally what we were watching happen. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm so out of breath. I know. They, for not, well,
1: people (laughs) didn't find us until January, but all of the ones while I was pregnant with Forrest, I'm just (laughs) heavy breathing through all the episodes.
2: Now you have to listen to me, too. Yep. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, okay, or you can reduce the importance of the cognition. So a pe- a person could convince themselves that it is better to live for today than to save for tomorrow.
1: What, which is what we saw with like, don't live in fear.
2: I don't live in fear. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I believe in Jesus, so if He's ready for me, I'm ready to go. And it's yeah. like, cool, but Grandpa's not. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, you don't get to make that decision for me, Mom.
1: <laughs> yeah, me, Mom, people.
2: <laughs> Relax, you know. So you, they could tell yourself that a short life filled with smoking and sensual pleasures is better than a long life devoid of such joys. Mm-hmm. In this way, he would be decreasing the importance of the dissonant cognition. So, um, again, something that we're seeing a lot, which is people just being like, it's not that important to me. Right. The numbers, it, I just think it's a lot of like people really choosing. There's another one where they said that um, there was an experiment they did with cult members. Mm and the oh. ones oh by the you way know we, where I'm going yeah we
1: this. did say that we were going to do an episode on cults
2: oh I would love to but again I feel like I really still have some strong feelings about certain
1: I don't think that anyone is pro-cult
2: well like QAnon I feel is a cult oh <laughs> sorry that's well. what I'm going to talk about here yeah because um it's things like uh I
1: don't think that any on people listen to fucking, us Well, hey, here's the if deal. they do, they hate listen. By yeah. the way, we had someone tell us, um, <laughs> that, they that, hate listen. that they don't hate listen to us, that they have um different views, but they don't hate listen. And I was like, we thank
2: appreciate you for that.
1: thank you for at least telling us that you don't hate us, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's very nice, yeah. Um, but but I, I here's the thing i have studied cults for a very long time that's the only reason why i say that that specifically is a cult because it literally is a cult yeah it is they have it is a there's a follower Uh cue or like a cult leader cue but you don't know who it is and they they listen in to his every word to the point where people have there was a fucking lady in cleveland who quit her job as a teacher to quote save the children or whatever and 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 storm the Capitol. yes that mm-hmm. is so dangerous. Yes. Well, anyways, in one of these experiments, there was this um, cult who the leader ended up passing away or killed himself or something. And the people who weren't that deep in it were like, oh, yeah, wow, that was a cult. That was crazy. The people that were so immersed in it were still trying to make like excuses, basically. Yes. We're still saying things like, well, we don't have all the information. Or, well, our predictions didn't come true, but that's because we were so, such faithful Uh lead such faithful people that you know the end of the world didn't happen that's why same thing with like people are still saying that someone else is the president yes and every time their prediction gets not made they come up with a new they come up with a new one
1: instead of facing reality that's a fucking cult. yeah
2: (laughs) sorry but it is
1: so and i think anyone who looks at uh, this just when we brought up the capitol i think if anyone can look at what happened at the capitol and say or justify why they got different treatment than um, when there was a Black Lives Matter protest or why they got different treatment while they were physically harming officers. While
2: they were literally, cr- cr- like, um... Cr- why do I want to say cremating? <laughs> I don't know. While they were literally... What is the Assaulting? <laughs> I was going to say, like... Crushing? Not creating... But anyways, committing. Committing. While they were literally committing treason. I want to say committing treason, but that turned into cremation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I had. It can. But yeah, they were committing treason actively. Yes. And you're like, I don't understand why. Oh, they didn't mean it. They were just having funsies taking pictures. Yeah. yeah. Um. That right there they is to cognitive hang the dissonance. Fucking vice president. Yes. And when you're like, no, they didn't. They weren't serious about it. They had a fucking noose. Yes. And They were screaming, "Hang Mike Pence." Yes. But I'm sorry. You can't say like, I don't understand why so and so got shot here, mm-hmm. and we can't riot for her. But you want? She was fucking trying to kill Nancy Pelosi. Yes. <laughs> like that is not the same as someone sleeping in their bed. Yeah. And people coming in and shooting her while she's in bed. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Not the fucking same thing. And yeah. I don't think anybody deserves to get shot. But in that situation, you kind of had to see it that it was. Going, well, he said, if you keep coming, the- I'm
1: going to do this. Yeah, you were breaking into the
2: ca- the Capitol. Yes. Oh my
1: God. We're- Remember at Washington D.C. Not only were even- they going into the Capitol, they were going into the Capitol
2: to stop the the vote, the vote, and they were screaming the to certification hang of the vote. Yeah. 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 You can't. Yeah, I mean, again, you were committing treason. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like <laughs>
1: all of them listening, <laughs> we're just sitting them down <laughs> and
2: having a conversation. <laughs> they're in the jail, and they're like, "Turn on Ladies and tails. Well, that's
1: something that Shane brought up too. Is like that guy in jail. The um, he was the like a holistic guy. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "I can't eat this because He's it's not can, organic." Guess. Yeah, and they got him organic food. <sighs> like, are you kidding?
2: The privilege. Uh, and what's and that's who the thing. Is that man?
1: You want to act like privilege doesn't exist. That's cognitive dissonance. You you see... Okay, you guys, remember we talked about bidets? So, we're getting bidets. Oh my god.
2: Thank you, hello, Tushy. <laughs> I think it's just Tushy. I thought it was hello, Tushy.
1: Is it? I think it's just Tushy.
2: When they messaged us, it was hello, Tushy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were combining hello, fresh, and Tushy. I'm like, if there's dairy, I'm going to need to combine them. <laughs> but, um, when... Ever they asked if we would record an episode in the bathroom, and I was like, absolutely. <laughs> yes. My bathroom in my house um, is between both of my kids' rooms. And it's petite. So mm-hmm. there would be no way for us to record in there without no. waking my children up. Yeah. Um so I called my parents and was like, hey, can we record in your bathroom? They just did a whole full bathroom remodel. I'm like, I think it'll be hysterical. They have this like fake fireplace above the bathtub. And then I was like, I don't want to record there because like freaking how bougie is that? It looks like
2: we have money and we don't. Yeah,
1: (laughs) my parents do. But then I realized like. My parents do because they had assistance. My dad didn't go to college, so he didn't have debt. My mom had assistance and a scholarship yep. uh, for athletics. So she didn't have debt coming out of school. The house that they live in was my grandparents' house. So they had a really to, good deal on you know, it. And yeah, they put a lot of money into it, but it, they have a lot of equity now in the house. And they're so, able
2: to because they didn't have to pay that like insane yes. loans.
1: Yes. So like, I realized, oh my gosh, so many examples of privilege. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Um That, did, that doesn't negate that they, they worked, worked their, hard. Yep. They worked hard, but it's privilege. But it
2: was privilege. And yes. I hear
1: TKO's voice in my head all the time. They were like, you can't, you can be sorry, but don't be a sorry ass. Mm-hmm. And so like, I can acknowledge my privilege and then n- what am I going to do with it? Yep. And so like, I'm going, we're going to record it in that bathroom, Yep. but that's why I think it's important for us in these episodes to to be like, about the
2: things that are important.
1: Yes. To talk about where there is dissonance, where people are justifying the death of someone while also justifying why someone should have preferred meals in jail.
2: And Khalif Browder, I don't know if you ever heard about him. I want to say that he was in New York. Hold on. Um, he was arrested for allegedly stealing a backpack mm-hmm. in New York City. He was in jail. Um, I, gosh, I wish I knew. Oh, my gosh. He was 16. when He was in jail in Rikers Island for about three years. Yeah. Three years. Right. A- allegedly. Yes. And because he was, people were picking on him, he was getting into fights, he was put in solitary confinement for a lot of that time. Yeah. When he was released... When they finally figured out they didn't steal the fucking backpack, right. he ended up committing suicide. I'm sorry. He died by suicide. That is yes. something that I want to change how yeah. I say that because
1: commit. He didn't do anything wrong. Yes. Commit gives the um connotation. That, that he, it, he,
2: like, commit yeah. a crime. But he didn't do anything wrong. He was put in solitary confinement that literally fucks with your mental health. Yeah. He was treated like an animal. Right. And then he succumbed to the effects of that afterwards and ended up you know he lost his life he lost his life because of that right but we're gonna give organic food to this fucker who literally committed treason right (laughs) and i'm gonna say commit there because he fucking did but yeah yeah so, like, that's that's what we're asking is, like, keep the same energy. Keep the same keep fucking the same energy. energy. <laughs> Check your dissonances, people, because yeah. I know that they're there, and it's hard for me because I know that I have some. I did quit smoking, though, so fucking what's up? There you go. <laughs> Thank you. It was the baby. <laughs> no, I quit before that. I yeah. quit in June when I was trying. Yeah. So, just, be- you know, because... I also just didn't want to do it anymore, and I wasn't doing it very often, right. but I was; it was the same thing. Like, when I drank, I smoked, because it's easier to convince yourself of things mm-hmm. when you have a little fuzzy fuzzy up here yeah. making your brain not so, you know.
1: <laughs> and see, that's why I also wanted to bring up that there is severe trauma, like, for people who were raised in the church. Yeah. I know that in the faith episode, I talked about how I lost my faith and then came back to it, and how Shane and I are on the worship team at our church. And, like, I... We obviously haven't participated in a very long time. But (laughs) I don't want to say I'm in support of something without acknowledging the areas in which it fails people. And that's, I think, the point of it is saying for those people who love officers and respect law enforcement, saying... I can respect law enforcement, and for that reason, I need them to do better. I need need these things to be changed. Yes, because
2: I they they owe it to themselves, and they owe it to us. Right, and we owe it to them to to provide better training, to do better for them. Right, because the whole system is fucked up. Yeah, and it needs we need a new
1: system. Yeah,
2: so. Is that all you had? That's all I have. Okay. There's really not a lot you can yeah. do with dissonance. It's just, I think. No, I being, mean,
1: we've, I think that that's plenty. Yeah. I hope, I hope that um, well, that I just made thought sense. it was a
2: cool concept and yeah. it's something that we don't think about a lot, but that we've all, literally every single one of us has dealt with cognitive dissonance in our life at some point. It's
1: very, We talked about this a little bit with the pandemic is like, it's hard to rationalize something that's so ambiguous yeah. and, and feels fleeting. But when you can give a name to it and you know how to process and deal with it, it's easier to heal from it. Yeah.
2: And it's easier to not be, you know, feel so guilty about certain things because you can be like, I know why my brain is doing this. Yes. Put a name on it. I understand that my brain is making me feel this way because this is uncomfortable. It's the
1: same thing with judgments. Yeah. I said, Last week in the bonus episode, like, I watched Chloe on Too Hot to Handle. Yeah, and so we when had I, a
2: preconceived judgment of right, her I as had a judgment. like a bimbo. Right. And am I love
1: bimbos. <laughs> am I wrong for having a judgment? Yeah. No. But, like, I'm wrong if my if I'm confronted mm-hmm. with the opposite of my judgment and I still continue to hold it. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? That's so exactly I think it. that's why it's important to talk about this because, in a way, it gives us an out. Yeah. It gives us an opportunity to be like, Oh. I I am having this moment of cognitive dissonance and I can step back and be like, how can I work towards growth and understanding and healing and still hold on to my convictions? Or do my convictions need to
2: change? Yeah. Are they that like serious? Right. Basically. And
1: uh if you guys want us to talk about like trauma with the church as well and purity culture. Oh, I would culture,
2: love to do an episode on that. I
1: think um it just we depends could. on who,
2: could rec- who would want to receive that. Yeah. It's, st- it's a very touchy subject, but I think yeah. it's an important one.
1: Right. So, let us know. Um, thanks for hanging out with us this week. It was back to a little bit of serious stuff. I want to try and not apologize for those things. I'm having a <laughs> hard time. I'm feeling a little bit all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because I'm concussed. Okay, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. We'll get goofy in the bathtub next week. Or yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Um,
1: all right. Uh, that's the that on cognitive dissonance. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
0: Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley.